0: Welcome all to another episode of Sneaks, Runs, in Life. I am your host, Lionel McDonald. So, we are in September. Um, You know what that means. Uh, It's already started. Started on Thursday. We're already done week one. People are on the waiver wire for week two. Uh, The NFL season has started. So, a couple things I'd like to, you know, kind of talk through is uh, some of the unbelievable cleats and I think uh, from my high school days to even playing rec football and now to what we see on the NFL stage it's pretty amazing what we're seeing now um, from cleated footwear and what players are wearing as exclusive so uh, I had a gander did a little research and um, and had a look and I just want to highlight some of the things so I think first of all Uh, Like we saw in basketball in the 90s, um, we really have seen the Jordan brand uh, be one of the four foot brands when it comes to making exclusive and customized sneakers for for their athletes. So uh, let me just highlight some of the ones that we saw, you know, either preseason or in week one. So uh, really amazing pair. You know, one of the latest acquisitions was Dak Prescott from the Cowboys. Um, not a Cowboys fan, as you all know. Wearing my Washington gear. Um, we didn't wait, win week one, but uh, that's uh, that, that will be addressed a little later in this podcast. But uh, he recently signed. He was wearing a Japan 1 Jordan uh, on week one against the Bucs. Uh, looked pretty dope. Now that there is a few other models that are out there, um, you know some are wearing 11s. There were a lot of d linemen um, and like Cam Jordan and uh, and Hightower wearing the the 11 or the the Jordan 10. We definitely got some of the receivers out there wearing Jordan ones, like Devontae Adams. Actually, he was wearing a Jordan 5. Uh, Sterling Shepard uh, also wearing. Um, I believe he was wearing the Jordan 5 or the Jordan 1. You know, Stefan Diggs, he got, uh, um, oh, uh, Chase Claypool. Um, we call Maple Mapletron. He's from Canada. Uh, so there, there's quite a represent, representation. You know, you've got uh, so many other, you know, elite athletes all wearing the Jordan brand. Melvin Ingram's been wearing it for many years now. Um, so that that would kind of be a breakdown of of, of Jordan brand, kind of first and foremost predominantly i would say almost two-thirds of the league are wearing nike so one of the big shoes if i just look down here on my list um is the uh, a- uh vapor edge uh 360 so a lot of di- a lot of different players where dj moore was wearing it um uh, a max version that um Kyler Murray was wearing so uh Nike definitely getting a lot of run I know OBJ and then some of the other guys OBJ didn't play you know he's playing Supreme uh Vapor Jets and and some of the other items um but he's still a little banged up right now and and not playing Now we move over to Adidas uh Adidas has done some cool things although um one of my favorite players in the league um uh, uh DeAndre Hopkins his contract's up so he's kind of a free agent kind of Wearing whatever he wants. I think he's kind of into Nike right now, but a couple of the players, um, I think we had uh, Henry Ruggs uh, wearing um, the uh, Adi Zero. Uh, We had, uh, oh, a really cool pair worn by... uh, I think it was the Adidas Zero 11 worn by Keenan Allen from the um, LA Chargers. We also saw Hollywood Brown in, in the same shoe. And then I actually really saw two amazing ones. Um, the Adidas Freak uh, 21 worn by Durwin James, also from the Chargers. And, and then one of their biggest athletes, which is, uh, which is Jalen Ramsey. He was, he debuted uh, the laces freak ultra, which is uh, literally a laceless football sneaker, really never seen anything like it before uh, on feet. So pretty amazing to see, Oh, did miss one of the Jordan brand guys, uh, Devin white. He was also wearing the Jordan five uh, from the championship uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So pretty good, good, cool to see. And then I, and I think if you look at now you under armor is probably the third brand, but a lot of, uh, a lot of guys do wear it, you know, most notably, uh, DK Metcalf was wearing the um, the Spotlight MC and then you know there's a, a a player edition or as they call it PE that uh, Tom Brady traditionally wears um, as he's been one of the longest serving Under Armour athletes you know although Cam Newton's not signed he would be another one and you know a of lot of notoriety particularly over the last five years and then obviously Julio Jones as well Um, now with uh, the Tennessee Titans would be another one that uh, has been wearing um, a lot of Under Armour or a lot of Under Armour and and some pretty cool silhouettes over the years. But I, I, so so when I really looked, uh, I looked up, you know, some, what are some of the most special ones that guys wore last week and couple really, really jumped off the page. So Marquise Goodwin, he was wearing a uh, uh, player edition, up-tempo cleat that they made for him. He wore he wore it on Sunday Night Football. It was bright orange because he played for the Chicago Bears. Totally amazing. One of the best cleats I've seen in recent memory. Kind of rivals right there with the uh, the one that OBJ has been wearing over the last two years, uh, almost a supreme version. Um, Though it's not NFL, I have to know Adidas made an amazing reiteration of their ultra boost that they had the entire arizona state team wear so that was pretty cool um we we definitely had troy hill um from the browns um not a, a, a well-known player but he had an adi zero reese's peanut butter cup he, he couldn't wear it during the game he only wore it during pre-game warm-ups which was pretty awesome i did mention jalen ramsey and his laceless shoe um and then one of the guys has just come out of nowhere. Again, he was only a rookie last year. DJ Chark is getting Nike to make these crazy shoots. So he had, at one point, he had a gold 97 cleat. He had an off-white Presto cleat that I just found online. So some pretty amazing things we had there. And then we had uh, uh, Siobhan LeBlanc. We had a KD7 Aunt Pearl made up for him. So the cleat game is, like, totally out of control. But I'll tip my hat again i got my hat backwards on so I'm, i don't want to take it off because i'm gonna lose my headphones but probably the one that truly stuck out with a lot of people um is def stefan diggs you know all pro receiver from the buffalo bills um we all know that uh the beloved um michael k williams passed away last week um and uh apparently know we won't get into the details but he did pass away uh stefan diggs uh did a tribute to him and had a custom pair of jordan cleats um done with his character from the wire omar and omar is arguably the one of the most recognizable characters from the legendary show the wire you know it's right there with soprano sopranos breaking bad and uh and a few others. So, but uh, he, he suddenly passed away this weekend. The tribute, the tribute uh, cleat that he had on was absolutely incredible. So uh, a few of these highlights, I definitely will share on my Instagram as I, as I set this one off uh, for, um, you know, the closing of week one. And uh, just, you know, from a sneaker perspective, you really see how these athletes are heavily influenced um, uh, by sneakers that are worn on the street or on court and they're now bringing it to the field. It's, it's, it's quite refreshing. I know i personally, I've worn uh, a variety of different cleats. I've worn Jordan seven cleats, Jordan one cleats, Jordan four cleats, Jordan six cleats, uh, Jordan three cleats. So I, I, and I've worn a bunch of the jets, uh, a couple under armor ones over, over the years of me playing, but um, yeah, it's sneakers is full blown. You know, I, I saw even, um, Ramsey had a custom pair of uh, I think it was um, Easy Five Hundred, um, which were pretty amazing to see. So, Cleek game is is here and here to stay, and um, you know keep it coming. It always gives us something to look at, and for those that love sneakers, sneakers can be turned into whatever you want, and uh, if it's worn on feet, that uh, that's something popping. So let's talk about just really quickly uh, week one. So look at the results we have and yeah we may go through every game we'll we'll see how this goes so um you know some of the surprises from from week 1 you know hey cowboys really can move the ball defense is like Swiss cheese couldn't ch- hold up against the bucks the game was there in the in in the balance the cowboys are right there so they're going to be pretty good this year bucks are just looking like they're uh, they they very well march right back to the super bowl um Seattle looked good in the beginning uh, in their opener against the Colts. Colts looked like they might struggle a little bit. Um, defense didn't look like what it would look like, or should it look like in Carson Wentz didn't look great. Uh, probably one of the biggest surprises was the Houston Texans. Now we don't think much of the Jaguars and that's who they beat. They beat by 16 points uh, in a, in a very high scoring game at home. But um, it was nice to see that, uh you know, Tyrod Taylor could put up some points and hey, you know, looks like um, our, our good friend Mark Ingram that was on the Ravens is not quite done. So uh, interesting to see. Um, really strong performance from the Eagles. Um, the Falcons look terrible. Um, the Eagles dominated them both on both sides of the ball, way more physical and, uh, and put that one away early. So Eagles uh, on the in the plus column, uh, you know, to start the year. No surprise because they're really good in openers. You know, probably a surprise because I think everyone thinks that uh, the Bills are a Super Bowl contender and probably still are. But uh, they they played a very good Pittsburgh team, and uh, you know, with uh, some late game dramatics, uh, Steelers were able to come back late in the game and uh, and pull that one out in Buffalo. So uh, then we'll talk about the Washington football team, who still doesn't have a nickname. But uh, uh, all I'll say is. Um, we, we looked at uh, both teams. Washington had the game um, in the balance, looked, very, looked like they had a chance to win, turned the ball over deep in our end, uh, gave up the go-ahead touchdown, and that was that. But I must say, Justin Herbert looks absolutely fantastic. Keenan Allen did Keenan Allen things. Defense looked solid. Um, Washington quite didn't get the pressure they should have gotten during the game, and they're going to have to make some adjustments or some guys are going to have to step up. Otherwise, um, it's going to be a very long uh, season in the U.S. nation's capital. Um, not really surprised, you know, Panthers and, and Jets, close game. Panthers come out on top at home. Christian McCaffrey looks incredible. Um, Sam Darnold stuck it to his old team, so that was kind of fun to see. Um, Cardinals look fantastic um Chandler Jones was an absolute monster with five sacks and and Kyler Murray was doing Kyler Murray things and uh my boy uh DeAndre Hopkins was doing DeAndre Hopkins things and that was a blow at Titans with all their weapons you know bringing in Julio Jones having uh Tannehill back from COVID and maybe he's just not right yet you know uh brown gave it a go and obviously have king henry they did not look good could not uh, get out of their own way in that game and got blown out at home browns look really good browns got in their own way late in the game if they just stuck to running the ball they probably would have beat the chiefs but we just continue to see how special you know patrick mahomes is and you know with uh, Tyreek Hill and uh and and Travis Kelsey, we just know that they're a special offense, and their defense can do just enough to get people off the field. Um, not a, a super entertaining game, but hey, to see the Patriots lose at home, which rarely happens in, early in the season, Dolphins look pretty solid. They look good on both sides of the ball. They have a real nice, underrated defense. So that was uh, that was a win for the Dolphins. And um, you know, Mac Jones wasn't incredible, but I think he's going to get better as the season goes on um though they have some they have talent they just didn't look real good and the giants you know faltered big time you know the sunday after 9 11 and and definitely uh the broncos look way better than i thought they would be probably the shocker of the week though was that the saints playing in jacksonville because of uh the recent hurricanes and tropical storms couldn't play in the superdome but played a home game against the packers Packers I don't know what was wrong. Aaron Rodgers didn't look like himself. They didn't go to Hopkins nearly enough, and they absolutely got destroyed. It was thirty-eight to three. Packers didn't look like themselves. Looks like there's already internal fighting. I know that um, it was a very off, rough off season for Aaron Rodgers. You know him and uh, Devontae Adams going to run it back one more time, but uh, that's not a great start to them running it back. Then we get to the Sunday nighter. Um, Pretty competitive over game overall. Really can see the difference of Matt Stafford being on this team, being the, the LA Rams, and how we can create the deep plays down the field. Um, Montgomery looked good uh, for the Bears, didn't get on the ball enough, and uh, probably that was the difference. So, um, you know, Bears win, uh, Bears lose by uh, uh, almost three touchdowns, but uh, it was a pretty competitive game throughout, and probably by far the most entertaining game. The entire week one was the Monday night game, went to overtime. Um, The Raiders in in their new stadium in Vegas against the Ravens, who were all banged up, but, you know, we we know that Harbaugh gets them ready. Raiders won in overtime. You know, we saw an unbelievable. Darren Waller got targeted 19 times and um, made some plays. We we saw, um, you know, later in the game, um, Derek Carr really start to spread the ball out uh, one critical fumble by um, um, by uh, one of the more recent MVPs in Lamar Jackson and uh, Raiders win in uh, Raiders win in overtime so thoroughly entertaining game you didn't stay up to midnight eastern time to watch that game uh, you definitely missed out so um, that that's what uh, that's what the week looked like so my team, Washington, a little disappointing week two, got to, or week one, got to win week two. Got a Thursday night short week against the Giants. Giants always play us tough, so I'll be perfectly honest. I'm a little worried, but um, we'll see how it goes. Um, thanks again for listening. Love talking about sneakers and cleats, and uh, as, as you can see, cleats are part of the game for me. And um, yeah, we'll probably check in every once in a while on the NFL and see how things are going. I hope to get Amanda Ruler back uh, Jason Gloins, who's been on before we kind of did our NFL draft review, hopefully to get him on again during the season, along with a couple other guests to kind of just talk about things. So, uh, that's part of the life segment of Sneaks rounds in life, but, uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, and, uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.